You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. I've been here for three already. It's a four hour show. I sit down, I get started, the microphone gets turned on at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Much love to all my folks out on the West Coast. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City, and we've had a busy night. We've talked about the Hawks. We've talked about the disrespect of Russell Wilson. And Tariq Woolen of the Seattle Seahawks is just like, oh, he looks like a fat sack of potatoes. Damn. We got some numbers in on the NBA All-Star ratings. They got worse numbers than the damn Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl isn't even a game anymore. That's what happens when the players don't give a damn. Everybody feels the pain. We talked about Brock Purdy. He's having a little bit of a delay in his elbow surgery. He still has some inflammation in his elbow. And uh, he may maybe crack the door open just a little bit for Trey Lance to get his job back. And then we also talked about Alabama basketball. Arguably, between them and Houston, the best team in college basketball right now. But the larger issue is Alabama beat South Carolina tonight. Brandon Miller is uh, caught up in a little bit of a controversy based on Darius Miles allegedly killing somebody and, you know, where the gun came from and who held it and who gave it to who. Bottom line is Brandon Miller played tonight and he had a career-high 41 points. I I guess he needed the distraction. I don't know if I'd necessarily have him out there on the court. We'll probably spend a whole lot more time on that subject tomorrow. Right before we went to the break, I gave you a top six list. It's what I do Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And we talked about the top six NFL teams that need to hit it big this offseason. Sure, every team needs an adjustment. Every team needs multiple adjustments. They need to go through free agency. They need to look at the draft. They need to think about their salary cap. They need to adjust their coaching staff. Some teams just get a brand new general manager. So things are ever-changing in the NFL. But I wanted to give you some teams that the implications are a little bit more wide-ranging than that. That the uncertainties can pretty much become just gigantic if they don't hit it big this year. There's some risks. There are some challenges, more so than other teams. At number six, I gave you the Packers. At number five, I gave you the Raiders. At number four, I gave you the Bears. They're trying to figure out what the hell to do with that number one overall pick. At number three, I gave you the Washington Commanders. I think the biggest offseason for the commanders will be when Daniel Snyder is no longer running the team. And number two, I gave you the Ravens. Moving on from Lamar Jackson doesn't ensure that everything will be roses and and dandelions. They, They may hit the skids for a while. I don't think their defense is enough to save them. You need a quarterback to win the damn Super Bowl. And at number one, 
I gave you a team that hasn't won a championship since 1969. It's the New York Jets. Every time they think they have a franchise quarterback, they get punched in the mouth. Recently, Mark Sanchez, what did he do? He's funny on TV, though. I guess he can't be that funny. I can't remember where he airs. Sorry. They selected Zach Wilson at number two. They just took Sam Darnold as well. What the hell is going on? Fox Sports, I believe, by the way. Shep, where is he? Fox Sports. Is he still running into Woody? What is it? Woody, right? Yeah, Dame, Dame, Dame yeah, Woody, Woody with the, the the famous or infamous butt fumble, depending on what team you're rooting Have for. Have they yes. reenacted that? You know what? That would be that would be a they'll, they'll reenact it when the Jets finally win. If the Jets go to the well, that you know how odd that sounds. I had to stop myself. If the Jets go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> that sounds like that's like saying if and when picks fly. AJ, I remember 2016 in another sport. Did anybody see that happening in our lifetime? What are you talking about? I'm talking about uh, those Cubbies. Come on now. Oh, the Cubs? Was, oh, man. Cubs. It was more like yeah, that sure. Happened. Yes, the Cubs. Yeah, but the, the Jets? The Jets? Some teams just seem allergic to winning anything. I mean, at least they've made it to an AFC title game multiple times, right? I mean, two times well, they, in the last even, 15 years, three times in the last 25. The, the Lions can't can't get they can't win a playoff game. Yeah, they, the Lions are, are are a running joke, <laughs> and at least they have uh, they have some hope right now, you know, to turn things around. The Jets that you see, they're different categories of being a joke. <laughs> the Lions are in the category. Even the Jets. What, what what year are we in? 19? No, this is 2023. Go back 17 years. About 23 years ago, the New York Jets were the team that had, like, one victory. Yeah, go ask Pete Carroll about that. The Jets are in a different category. They're just a joke. I'm sorry. Saying Jets and Super Bowl in the same sentence is just almost sacrilegious. Anyway, their new head coach... Well, he's not that new. He just finished his second season. Rob Salah, if he gets a quarterback and they don't have a turnaround, they're going to tell Rob Salah to turn around and leave. The New York Jets will be even more of a joke. He spoke to the media at the end of the year about Zach Wilson, supposed to be the second coming out of BYU, has all the talent in the world, but he has the brain of, I don't know, a pigeon. Rob Salah's like, yeah, man, uh, we need to bring in a veteran because he ain't cutting it. Listen. The quarterback position, obviously, with all the different interviews, were was the number one concern, uh, and rightfully so. And it was it was simple. We're committed to uh, finding a veteran. Uh, we didn't get into names. Uh, it was uh, talked about that we do plan on bringing a veteran quarterback if we can. Uh, we do want to continue working with Zach and, uh, um, and continue to develop him. Okay. It could be Aaron Rodgers. Could be Derek Carr. Could be Jimmy Garoppolo. If, the, if it's Ryan Tannehill, I'm going to laugh. Ryan Tannehill still has to get the boot from his team. He also has to be healthy. It could be Baker. No, it can't be Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Where's Baker Mayfield going to play this season? Was he going to be the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? 
There, there's, I mean, there's so many other quarterbacks that we don't even discuss. If you missed the explanation, if you missed the audio as I gave you this list, it's very simple. If you listen on the free Odyssey app, all you have to do is hit rewind. We discussed this last hour. We got a bunch of callers on the line right now who have some opinions on teams that absolutely, absolutely need to hit it big, hit big, hit the home run, hit the grand slam this offseason. Let's go ahead and start off with Corey. Corey's calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Corey? What's happening, JR? I do agree with you with the Ravens, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lamar Jackson, man, he sat back for so long and watched these guys sign uh, Marlon Humphreys, uh, Mark Andrews. None of them guys had to pay, play on that fifth-year contract. They could have signed him when they – they could have signed him once they signed Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? But they waited. It's a gambling game. But I wish Jim Irsay would get his head out of his behind and no. throw his name into it, man. You know what I'm saying? Get in the mix. We need a quarterback bag. We need a wide receiver, man. We need to work on our old line, man. A whole lot. How, how do you feel about new head coach Shane Steichen? He, don't, he ain't bringing none of that talent with him from Philly. <sighs> man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm up in the air about that. I was. I mean, I wasn't. Uh, 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 I wasn't on board with it. Okay. But I'll see. But at the same token, he has to show some. He has to show that he got to be aggressive and trying to get somebody. You know, you know, I'm gonna tell you something. I was so hurt for my first time going up there, and I seen that banner that said "Runner Up to the AFC Championship Game." Man. <laughs> That was just about the ridiculous thing I ever seen in that's, my life, man. Well, that's loser, loser mentality. Uh, oh man. Oh, well, man. At, at least at least Jeff Saturday has gone fishing, okay, Corey? Hey, Jr. Yes. If you ever come back to Baltimore, I owe you a crab cake, buddy. Man, I go to Baltimore all the time. Where the hell you well, be at? I don't know, man. Throw the band side in the air, so I know you here. Yeah. Well, well, what time? What month is this? Are we in February? February. Yeah, I'll probably be up there in springtime. You missed it. I, I was taking day trips up there, Corey. Where you been? Oh, Come on. man. Under rock, obviously, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll sneak in and sneak out. I'll, I'll let you know next time, Corey, okay? Uh, my guy. Much love. Thank you, Corey. Shout-outs to all my folks on 295. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Kelly is calling from Phoenix. I was just in Phoenix. Shep, was I in Phoenix last week or the week before? I, be- I believe the week before. Time flies, man. Yes, it does. I was there for a whole damn week. Man, time flies. Kelly from Phoenix, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Yeah, how you doing, JR? I like your show. I like you. What's up? Um, yeah, the and I agree with most of your top six, but uh, as far as stability goes, you know, a lot of these teams are replacing their head coaches and the Cardinals – um, you know, GM's new, head coach is new. Kyler Murray's out with a serious knee injury. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're at a crossroads down here. You know, they were 10-2 and two about a year and a half ago, and then they haven't won a game since, you know. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't put the Arizona Cardinals on this list of teams that need to hit it big because everything that you just said, it, it takes time. Like, they, they do have a new head coach in Gannon. They do have 
a quarterback who they're tied financially to in Kyler Murray coming off of an injury. And so there's, there's, there's not too much they can do. They've already made the moves. They just have to wait. Like they're in the Arizona Cardinals right now. They're in an NFL purgatory. And what they're trying to do is develop a base. They want Gannon to go in there and, and, and lay some type of culture where the players aren't trying to run the damn place. And I, I think they're a little bit further along. You know where they're at. You know where they stand. There isn't too much to do but outside of just evaluate the roster. So I think the Arizona Cardinals, their future is clear. Well, the dilemma that they have is with Kyler Murray being undersized and they want to run him in shotgun all the time and because they don't think that he can get under center. And but that's not, you know, Kingsbury not, couldn't develop him. And that's not so much. Hired, he's a defensive mindset. I well, don't know Kelly, who they're going to get to get Kyler right, but first he's got to get healthy, obviously. Kelly, that's not, that's not so much an issue of this offseason that's pertinent to right now. That is something that has been dating back to last year when they gave him the deal and kind of said, hey, you need to read your damn notebook before we give you the deal or as a condition. That is going to be an issue that bleeds on. There's nothing else going to change about the cards this offseason. That's why I didn't have them on the list. I appreciate you for calling from Phoenix. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Cleveland, Ohio. A little bit different of a scene than Phoenix. Let's talk to Johnny. You're on the JR Sport Brief. What's up, Johnny? Hi, right, how you doing, JR? I'm good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Um, good. The thing that I feel like you missed on the list is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like the team we had it when when we had a rebirth of the era when Jarvis Landry and Odell OBJ came. We were feeling good. We had Baker, and then the Baker scenario happened. The Baker era happened. I don't blame him for the last season um, that he played for us. He was he tried to play hurt. I didn't wouldn't recommend it, but he was trying to get a contract. We risked it all with Deshaun Watson. The team is good, but our players, you feel me? We keep restructuring contracts. The cap is about to hit soon. Um, yeah, so trust Andrew Barry. But what? Sorry. What? What's gonna happen? for the Browns this offseason outside of knowing that you will have Deshaun Watson uninhibited unless he has decided to uh, hang out places he has no business. You say, what, what am I hoping for? No, not what are you, what are they going to do? Like what is, what are the Browns going to do besides have a, a Deshaun Watson all year long without being suspended? Hopefully the receivers to help him. I feel like, we got a Cooper, DPJ is kind of questionable in my opinion, but then we got Schwartz, not a David Bell as well. But it's like we need receiver help, offensive line, make sure they just keep it healthy, and also, well, actually, interior defensive linemen, our middle linebackers, and our corners. Okay, all right. Well, look, the, the most important dude is the quarterback, and he's making yeah. what? What is he making? Two fifty guaranteed? Yep, forty million a year. Yeah. Well, over that. Yeah. Good. Good. Good luck to him. Uh, they're the Browns, man. They're, uh, I'm sorry, man. They're, they're the Browns. You should be used to this. Always got to have hope. They are always got to have hope. I appreciate the optimism. Shout out to my man, Johnny in Cleveland. Yeah, man, you, you a Cleveland sports fan. You going to have hope. 
man, if somebody had hope and was able to sell it in a bottle, man, you can get rich in Cleveland. Hope. 855-212-4CBS. Bryce is here from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Bryce? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm amazing. How are you? Where are you at? San Diego. No, I get that. What are you, washing a floor right now? Hey, it's raining in San Diego, and I work late. So are you outside or inside? Dri- driving in the rain. Oh, my God. It's storming out I there still? It. The hail? You got hail? It's pretty close. It's cold, too. Well, drive safe. Let's talk fast, man. I don't want no accidents. Go ahead. None, none of that's happening. Here's the deal. This is why Jacksonville is the team that needs to hit big. And I think they should be number one. The, the equation for teams to win, and when you're talking about winning in the offseason, you're trying to get from where you're at to a, to a championship. The equation to win is young quarterback on a contract that's a rookie contract with stars around him. Jacksonville's like three steps away from doing it. Calvin Ridley's coming in. You plug in some holes in the defense. And then you've got a chance to go AFC Championship or pass. So some of those other teams are talking about, while they still have the ability to do that, Ravens blocking in Lamar Jackson going to AFC Championship or, or stuff like that. But I think other teams that you mentioned, Green Bay and, and Washington, might be a little farther away than Jacksonville. And if they lock up a couple holes, they might be going – AFC Championship Plus. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm going to let you go because I want your ass to drive safe, Bryce. Thank you for calling from San Diego. Please, please, please drive safe. I'm not talking about teams that are one hit away from, from being champions or teams that are one move away. I'm talking about teams that are, are at like a crossroads, that they have just very important decisions to make that will sway their franchise to moving towards contention or moving towards the toilet bowl. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, for, for what I'm looking at, or where I'm looking at, they're not in this conversation. Like they're a team on the rise. Most certainly, if they can continue rising, a squad that just went to the playoffs and upset the Chargers, came back and upset them, massive upset. And then they, they lost to the Chiefs. Like the Jags should have confidence to keep growing. They're not going to do anything this offseason that I believe will, will set them back into being the Jacksonville Jaguars that most of us has, have known since they started in the 90s. The Jags are in a good spot. Uh, they're, not, they're not a team that needs to do anything right now except just, just grow. I think they're in good hands with Doug Peterson, better than that, that Urban Meyer guy who was allegedly kicking the kicker. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. What team needs to hit it big? Tell me here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, how are you? You are amazing. You should be called a sports professor. Anybody ever call you that? Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Can I, uh. 
can I print one of them things up in, in like Microsoft Word or Office? Yes. Do people still use Microsoft Word and Office? Oh, yeah. We use it in the studio as we speak. You're using Microsoft Word? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Can you print me up like a, a fake degree? You got, you got, well, you got a, you're probably an honorary doctor somewhere, I'm guessing. No, I don't, I don't want one of those. Yeah. I want to know if you could print me out one from the studio computer. Well, sure, but it's not going to have much meaning considering you just asked me and everyone knows about it. No, I don't. Who, how many people are going to remember this? People got lives. That's, well, people remember what you say. But, but I don't care. You could just print me out a degree. <laughs> what do I be good. doctor of? We don't know nothing, nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say something? My bad. What? I'm saying, what can I be doctor of? Oh, a lot of things, man. I give you if I if I give you what to type up, can you just put it in like a template? Music, philosophy, communication, communication, me- media. What school should I go to? Syracuse. You could teach at Syracuse. Uh, yeah, I probably could. Uh, uh, but that's besides the point. Right. Uh, what if we take Syracuse their logo? And we just slap it on into like Microsoft Word, yeah. and we just put my name there and just say, like Doctor of uh, what would it be? Doctor Communications. No, a com- no. That, you can get one in communications, isn't it fancier than that? Ah, uh, you can get. I mean, journalism. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. The problem is you got to pretend like Jim Beheim. Oh, and yeah, maybe he'll curse me out. Well, he, no, and now what he do to the people up there? He curses them out. I, I have I have heard even from individuals that have uh, played under him, um, they have not liked the way he talks to you, unless you are Carmelo Anthony, Sherman Coleman, you know the Syracuse legends, John, John Wallace, McNamara Wallace, certainly up there in '96, of course, and, the, and you know the, the the those great Big East days against Georgetown in the mid '90s. Um, Jr. Unless you are someone that is NBA lottery bound, Jim Beheim wants nothing to do with you, even if you play for him. That's what I've heard. He's 78 now, isn't he? This right. was when he was in his uh, 50s and 60s, but yes, but he is 78. He's 78 yeah. now. He, he's like, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not ready to quit or leave yet, so just shut up and mind your business. He's a jerk. He's a, he's a first-rate jerk. So maybe I don't want a degree from Syracuse. <laughs> Fordham's a good one. Yeah, but I know I know, you know the athlete, I know yeah, the pe- I know right. all the people that's at right. You know everyone there anyway. Um Yeah, uh, I'm not I don't want to do that. UCLA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, I know a couple of folks over there. Uh that's that's too obvious. Okay. Um gotcha. Certain no, 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 let's do Syracuse. Okay. Let's do Syracuse. John John Wildhack's a good guy. Who? <laughs> uh John Wildhack. So he used to be um uh, at ES- he was like president of program. He was like Norby Williamson at ESPN. He was like the president oh. of programming, and then he somehow transferred that skill set into being an athletic director at a big time university, and that being Syracuse in this case. You saying he lied? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not oh, saying oh, that. Oh. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that. No, no. Oh, okay. d- listen, yeah, Jim Beheim's lied, lied a time or two, including when he would retire. But you know, that's a whole oh, other story. We can get into some other time. Okay. No, nah, because this is what people do. People just lie and they get they get jobs, they get degrees. Yeah, guys that play for Patino do that all the time. <laughs> all the well, time. There's, there's, yeah, people. There's a lot of people lying. I think there's well, well, and there and there a guy in uh, in Congress right now. Didn't he, he didn't he lie about his degree and stuff? Yeah, you. Uh, what's that? George Santos. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He said he's from Brazil and yeah. he cured cancer and he, he can walk on water and he got like eight million degrees and he's he went to the school of hard knocks. He's like nothing. The craziest part about that is he's Republican and Republicans the last few years have never lied. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I'm being facetious, obviously. I'm just talking about him. Well, if he can get to Congress, then at minimum, I can just slap Syracuse on a degree. I agree. I so agree. that's what I'm going to do. Oh, that's a good idea. 855-212-4CBS. I'm just going to go to Microsoft Word. Ahmed is here from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yes, greetings, greetings. Uh, I want to ask answer your, your question with uh, the Houston Texans need to get it right. Uh, they, they pretty much got it right after firing uh, two or oh, three Afro-descendant coaches and uh, hiring a new one, uh, D'Amico Ryans. Uh, the fan base is kind of roused up, and I think they, if they want to hit, hit a home run, they should uh, draft a quarterback, uh, Stroud or, or somebody, okay. you know, a, a good quarterback. Uh, as you know, that. As the quarterback goes, so does the team go, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, – I didn't put them on the list because it's like it's cut and dry what they need to do. Like their okay. their process is pretty straightforward. You draft a quarterback okay. and then you move forward. It's like – like, yeah. They, okay. they, 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 they will not be swayed this offseason one direction or another. It's going to be a developmental process. Yes. Okay. Now, I have a, a quick question. Uh, with the Final Four – men's basketball championship being in Houston and the second annual HBCU All-Star Game being held on the campus of Texas Southern University. Will you be in Houston for any of those events? Will I be in Houston? I have I have no idea. Typically, I've, I've gone in and out to many of Final Fours over the past 10, 15 years. I, I haven't thought about whether or not I'm going to hit up uh, Houston this year. Why? You going you, you gonna to do something out there for me? What's up? Oh, well, you know, I'm – that's, that's my home. You know, I'm Houston, and uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be on the campus of Texas Southern University for the HBCU All-Star okay. game. Well, as, so. as we get closer, I'm sure if I am there, you'll, you'll know about it because I'm going to talk about it. So if I'm there, I just hear. holler at me, Ahmed, okay? Sure, sure thing. Appreciate right, you. Yep. You right, as well. Thank you, Ahmed, for calling from Atlanta. I love TSU. I was at TSU. Made a stop there on the media for the movement tour. I was there. Who do we got here? Hassan is calling from Baltimore. Go ahead, Hassan. Hey, what's going on, JR? How are you feeling tonight? What it is, I'm good. Hey, nothing, man. First time uh, caller. Been listening to you for a very long time. Wanted to touch on the Ravens a little bit there. Um, I think most Baltimore fans are extremely spoiled. When you look at our last two Super Bowl wins, they came off of the backs of the defense for the most part. And a lot had to do with Joe Flacco, who played very elite in the playoffs. Yes. But he was not elite <laughs> anywhere That's else. That's right. That's right. Same thing with Trent Dilfer. Very good guy. Nice dude. Met him several times. Nice dude. But let's be honest. That team went, what, five games without a score and a touchdown and won three out of those five games? And and what I'm what I'm getting to is, is that – we have our first MVP quarterback, first MVP overall. And most of the fan base are blaming this man as if the market didn't change. And if you were in your job and 
you see someone who's making a lot more money than you, who's not performing at the same level as you, you're going to feel some type of way, which is exactly why he feels the way he does. And whether he was hurt, whether he can come to those games, it doesn't matter. You're, he feels disrespected, and I, and I understand where he comes from. Yeah. If I was him, I would feel the exact same way. I hear you. Well, the man we're gonna deserves f- the money. We're, we're going to find out soon enough, Hassan, what, what he does, because as much as the Ravens might want him back, and as much as he may actually want to stay with the Ravens, he holds all of the cards. And if he decides that he doesn't want to be there, he may he may force their hand, and, and we'll find out uh, sooner than later. We got to see. Call me back soon, Hassan, okay? I definitely will. Let us know when you're in Baltimore. You got two crab peaks coming. Oh, well, thank you. I, 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 uh, I hang out on Pratt Street. There's always fun things going on over there, okay? Hey, I live two blocks over, man. Holler at us. Oh, you be getting into trouble, huh, Hassan? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I know. Let's not talk about that. Thank you, son, for calling from Baltimore. Hey, Shep, everybody calls up, and I think I incriminate myself. It's worked so far. I think I incriminate myself. How to prove in the court of law, JR. No, there, there used to be some real nice uh, places on Pratt Street downtown. Uh, I don't know if they're still there. Just, it's just always just, just nice people. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Marco, are you a nice people? Do you count as a people or a person? Which one is it? Uh, I don't really count. I think you just left it like that. I don't count. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's kind of sad. No, you count for a lot. No, no, no. It's all right. It's okay. Everybody knows. It's all right. We can say it. Damn. Actually, no one knows that. Everyone respects him here, so I don't know what he's talking about. Everybody everybody loves him. I haven't met nobody that don't like Marco. We love you. Yeah, you need to get more people involved. Well, you are the people. You're the only people that matter. <laughs> That's all that matters. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, Majama. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. You know, I'm going to get to the phone lines momentarily. I'm sitting here reading the news in the break, and nothing crazy happened. Victor Wembenyama is now seven foot five. This is the tall uh, French dude supposed to be coming over to the NBA, get drafted in a few months. He's seven five. He told he, he he well I forgot who he spoke to. He's like, hey, I don't I don't want to be a center in the NBA. Have you seen what this guy's shaped like? How's he gonna play center? I don't care if he's seven foot five. He ain't Georgie Morrison. He's seven five, and he weighs. Shep, how much does this guy weigh at seven five? I'm I'm gonna hope for his sake over two hundred fifty pounds. Oh my God! It, I don't want to be a center. What do you think you're gonna do? He's like seven foot five. He's shaped like a a beanstalk. I don't even know what position he would play. He's a wing player. 
What is he going to play? Shooting guard, small forward? Like, uh, the NBA is so weird now. I don't even know what position he played, but he can't play. You don't want him in the paint at all unless he's going there. Uh, he's – I can't wait to see him play. 230 pounds he's listed as, and he is seven foot five. He weighs less than Kevin Durant, and he is about five, six inches taller. <laughs> This makes and Chet Holmgren is 190. Uh, good good luck to him and his foot recovery. I can't wait to see Victor Wembanyama in the NBA. Is he gonna last? All of these physical freaks and physical marvels they don't hold up. Zion Williamson, he just stay healthy, okay? Victor Wembanyama, he's gonna come over and is he gonna stay healthy? Is he just gonna be shooting over everybody? he's going to be a, quite a show every place he, he visits. Let's get to more of your calls before you roll out. 855-212-4CBS. You got to roll quick. John is calling from Pittsburgh. What's up, JR? How are you? Go ahead. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. So the Steelers should be on your list, but they're not because it's not the Steelers' way to change anything. They're consistent. To a fault. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change too much either. They had to select the quarterback, and they did that. And Kenny Pickett. Now they want to develop him. I mean, how much more out of the box would you have preferred them to be, especially in a transition from Ben Roethlisberger to a new QB? I mean, I would have rather took offensive line, defensive line, but that's just me. Oh well, and and do what? Keep Mason. Who would be QB? I mean, you had Mitch. Oh my God! You ex- does it, this is simple, John, and I got to go to the next caller. Does Mitch Trubisky excite you? I guess the answer is no. Daniel's calling from Sacramento. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Jr. Uh, first time caller. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in on the list. Uh, I agree with you about the Raiders. I just think they should be a little higher, considering they just released their quarterbacks they had for the last decade or so <laughs> yeah and, well uh, it's, also, it's their, their ass i mean can you buy the team can you buy them no i cannot oh me neither <laughs> i wish i could and also uh i don't even know if they have the right gm or head coach in there yet i mean josh mcdaniels his last head coaching gig didn't go so well he didn't pick the right quarterback last time either so uh right hopefully they can get it right this time I hear you, Daniel. Well, you know what? This is a great opportunity. Let's actually hear from uh, Dave Ziegler, the general manager of the Raiders. He was asked about the quarterback position, and he's just like, yeah, I don't know when it's going to get fixed. Listen to this. This is from Barstool, by the way. I'm in charge of myself and you know our group. We're in charge of um, filling the most important position on the team. And so, yeah, there's some, you know, there's, um, there's some, uh, there's some pressure that comes along with that. And, and however we fill it, it doesn't mean we're going to have an immediate answer, you know, this year. Yeah. He don't know he like everybody else. And he's the one who should have an idea, but at least he's honest. He ain't lying to the folks. Maya's calling from Maryland. You're on the JR sport brief show. What's up, Maya? Hey, JR. JR, I want to ask you a question. Do you think that part, of the problem with the Ravens is they are operating under an obsolete uh, 
mode in the NFL. You know, it was running defense. the football. Well, well, not the, about the running the football thing. We were having a discussion the other day, and it seems like, yes, the last five years, you look at the cap, they're right at the cap. Mm-hmm. But talent-wise, or some people were like, it seems that other teams are, you know the salary cap is going up every year, so they're kind of doing their contracts, pushing them forward, where they're doing everything to – fit in and stay within that year's cap. And yeah. also what I was trying to tell you a, a couple of weeks ago was um you you know what a screwdriver is and you have the drink? Little, no, 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 no. An actual screwdriver. <laughs> and you know how you have those kicks, you know, they call them pooch pooch kicks, a short kick for a field goal. I was saying screw the pooch. I still say that Eric DeCosta and I'm very upset about it. Screwed the pooch with this Whoa. Lamar thing because he sat there and watched what Ozzy went through. And in that case, they offered Joe the money. They offered him uh, right behind what the new contracts were, breezing them and everything. He didn't want the $16 million. He okay, decided right. to gamble on himself. Okay, okay this time Uh-oh. he should have gotten ahead of it, and you wouldn't yes, be my. in this predicament. Okay, well now they're screwed, Myers. So uh, we we they're screwed, and let's see what happens with the the quarterback, Mr. Lamar. I gotta be honest, Maya. Since mm-hmm. you said screw the pooch, I didn't hear anything else you said. <laughs> I'm just being well, honest. I had to think okay. about whether or not. Hey, Shep, are we gonna get kicked off the radio? No, not not because not because <laughs> what Maya said. No way. Screw the pooch. No. If I walk up to somebody in the street and I just go, hey, miss, ma'am, come here, and I go, screw the pooch, I'm getting slapped in the face, ain't I, right? But Mike can get away but with that. But that's what they say when, when I've known that since I was a kid. My uncles and stuff say when, when the when the police kicker misses a short kick, they'd be like, oh, man, he screwed the pooch on that. He, whoa, he, whoa, he stop saying heard. it. Don't you say it. I'll say it, not you. <laughs> don't Don't say that. And Maya, thank you for calling about them Ravens. I hope they can hold okay. on to Lamar. We're we going to see about it, okay? I do. And another thing is Uh-oh. we hold another on to Lamar. Yeah. I don't know if you looked at the 30 for 30, but no. me, like a lot of Ravens fans, we miss the hardcore edge of our team. Oh, John yeah, Harbaugh well. is a nice man. He's a nice okay. Christian-centered principal guy. Okay. But we need some hardcore. We need some young. Well, we can need get, him to get, get his the, time management get the next, right. Get the next head coach off of Pratt Street, okay, Maya? Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, Maya, for calling. I'll talk to you later, Maya. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night. Screw the pooch? You sure we gonna, are we going to get kicked off the radio? Shut. No, we going to no. be back tomorrow? Not because of that. It's just another way of saying someone who made a humiliating decision. I feel like I've heard that before, but isn't there, like, another phrase around it? No. Screw the pooch? No, 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 no. Alan knows about that. Alan is calling from not Toronto, but Florida. Hey, Alan, do you know about screwing the pooch? No, and I don't care to either. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Atlanta Falcons, uh, 14 and 20 under head coach Arthur Smith. Mariota, I think he's, uh, he, didn't start, uh, he didn't start since 2019. He good, did good under the circumstances, but... Uh, 
Desmond Ritter is going to replace them, I think. They, they need a better passing attack. They're 158 yeah, well, per game, neither, 31st. And they're, neither one they're of those. First, second, and third, aren't they? First, second, hey, and Alan, third. Hey, Alan, Alan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those guys are going to be here when the Falcons are actually good. And if one of them is here when they're actually good, it'll be Ritter. It won't be Mariota. I got a better question for you. When the hell are you going back to Toronto? You've been in Florida for a long time now. Yeah, March the 31st. I'm going to spring training, a lot of spring training games. Every you're going to go to spring training, and then you're going to go to you're going to go back to Toronto after that? Yeah, I you know. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It won't be easy. because How many games are you going to? Winter. You're going to visit every team? Every team, yeah. Every, I'm going to go to a different wow. place. Every, every, I'm going to go to the Atlantic Coast, and I'm going to go to the Gulf Coast. Why don't you go there. to Arizona, too? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've already been there. So. Oh, you've been everywhere. Yeah. You're like Johnny Cash. Hey, Alan, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, great show. Thanks oh, thank you. Screw the pooch. Yeah, boy. Hey, look, it's the Jarrah Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. After saying that about four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times, I'm not sure that you will hear me tomorrow. But I will try my best to be back. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you all so much to super producer and host. It's good to have him back, Dave Shepard. And thank you for listening wherever you're at. You could be in Florida with Alan. You could be here in Georgia with me. You could be in New York with Shep. You can be out west screwing the pooch. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. But make sure you stay tuned here to CBS Sports Radio. Why? Because Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. She's great. I like Amy. Hi, Amy. And thank you, Shep. Good night, y'all.